welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Thursday, February 25th, and stocks struggled throughout the day. The Russell 2000 and NASDAQ both dropped more than 3.5%. How did the market move today, though? So stock-wise, we had a little fake-out move higher off the open after the past two days of gains, only for tech to begin selling lower, as we've seen them relatively weak all month. Eventually, all sectors were dragged down with it, giving up their recent gains. We're definitely seeing a changing market environment from the action we've seen since we bottomed in March 2020. But this move in equities is likely tied to jobless claims and how they affected Treasury yields. So what's going on with the Treasury yields? So the jobs market seems to be stabilizing, maybe even picking up after we saw new applications for unemployment benefits fall to their lowest level since November, decreasing 132,000 from last week's report. Now, how does this affect bonds and yields? The jobless claims falling signals the job market is stabilizing and investors tend to sell treasuries when they expect faster growth and inflation, which lowers the value of bonds fixed payments and can eventually lead the Federal Reserve to raise short-term interest rates. Stocks have been running the past year as the Fed has kept interest rates near zero by buying billions of dollars of bonds to keep borrowing costs down. So we saw the 10-year rise 11 basis points today, which is a sharp intraday move, but they're still at historically low levels. And how does this affect stocks moving forward? So we keep saying how we've been led lower by tech names this week, as they were the names that largely led us higher the past year. Well, with the sharp rise in yields, we're seeing enthusiasm waning for the most richly valued and risky parts of the market. We're seeing a market-wide risk reduction, if you will. Rising yields will be good for banks and higher oil prices will be good for energy. So we're seeing a change in leadership within equities. The cyclical names will likely see higher corporate profits with the economy reopening. So the market is ever-changing. We've seen the dynamics change wholeheartedly this month, and we'll have to continue to watch how these treasuries outwardly affect the rest of the market. Twitter climbed to an all-time high. The stock briefly broke above $80 a share as the company shared some new information along with some lawfully goals for the coming years. Where does Twitter expect to go from here? So Twitter stock has been on a tear, up 65% in the past five weeks as they announced some of their goals in the years to come. Firstly, they want to hit at least 315 million users by the end of 2023 and double its annual revenue by then, and they detailed how they're going to hit these goals. So 85% of Twitter's $3.2 billion in ad revenue comes from brand ad budgets. Only 15% comes from performance ads. Performance advertising revolves around the ad purchaser only paying when there are measurable results, such as a consumer buying a product or clicking a link, for example. Twitter believes there's still an immense opportunity for them to grow in performance advertising. The second strategy shift they're considering is something they're calling super followers, where users could pay to get exclusive content not available to regular followers. So think OnlyFans or Patreon type models here. Twitter's biggest problem has always been monetizing their user base. So it sounds like they're taking some steps in the right direction with these recent moves here. Coinbase filed its S1 this morning as the company plans to go public via a direct listing under ticker symbol COIN. Do you think we'll see more crypto companies come to the public markets? So the irony of these companies focused on a decentralized currency looking to be traded in the heavily regulated public markets. I I wouldn't be surprised to see more crypto exchanges hit the public markets, but isn't the entire goal of crypto to not be regulated? So I'm not sure how many of these companies will see go public, but I'm definitely really looking forward to this Coinbase IPO. So I personally sold a chunk of my own Bitcoin over the weekend, and the fees Coinbase took out were astronomical. So we look at their S1, we can see their revenue grew from $480 million in 2019 
to 1.1 billion in 2020. Massive growth there. They've grown their customer base from 1 million to 2.8 billion in that same time. They're the premier crypto exchange. And as that market expands, so will Coinbase. So we'll have to look, we'll have to keep a lookout for any dates regarding their IPO. We got a handful of earnings after the close. DoorDash and Airbnb reported for the first time as public companies. How did the unicorn's first quarter come out? Oh, DoorDash with a gross first report as a public company. They beat on the revenue side of things with sales growing 226% year over year. That's huge. But they got killed on the EPS side as gross margins came in at 49% of sales versus the consensus 55%. Net losses doubled year over year to $314 million. The biggest thing for this company, they went public at the perfect time when the lockdown was forcing customers to order more delivery, which drastically improved their sales. They can't realistically expect last year's momentum to continue into this year as the economy will only open further, which at the end of the day is only a headwind for DoorDash. And what about Airbnb? How is this company affected with the pandemic? So on, the, on the flip side of the coin, you know, we have Airbnb's first public earnings. They're almost in the opposite space as DoorDash as the lockdown crushed this travel stock. But their outlook for the rest of the year is quite rosy. Gross bookings of $5.9 billion in Q4 still beat consensus of $5.2 billion. They're anticipating bookings to rise in 2021 as vaccinations ramp and the economy eventually opens for good. So this is a much more solid first public report for Airbnb when looking at how DoorDash delivered. Beyond Meat also reported earnings after the close. The stock is down about 4% after hours. But how did the fake meat makers quarter come out? So back-to-back earnings misses for Beyond Meat as they're coming off a terrible quarter numbers-wise. For a growth company, increasing net sales 3.5% year-over-year is just straight-up awful. They expected to lose $452,000 for the quarter, which equates to $0.01 cent per share. They actually lost over $25 million for the quarter, losing $0.40 cents a share. That's the bad news. The good news, they just signed some major deals. They announced they've signed multi-year supply deals with McDonald's and Yum! Brands. The McDonald's deal is over three years and would make it the world's largest restaurant chain's preferred supplier for the patty and its new McPlant burger. They'll also develop plant-based chicken, eggs, and pork for Mickey D's. The Yum! Brands deal is centered around creating products for its KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell menus. We'll see if the stock can overlook the terrible numbers in favor of the massive brand deals they secured. All righty, Shake. Well, that's a wrap for the week. We'll have to watch and see if we get follow through to the downside on Friday, but we'll talk again on Monday after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.